Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer along with Cam Moon. The Edmonton Oilers make it official. Zach Hyman, a seven year contract, the worst kept secret in the hockey business. But again, Oilers policy wait until a contract's officially signed by the player, then the release goes out. We'll endeavor to get Zach on at some point here, uh, maybe over the course of the next 50 minutes or so. At this time, off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, we are pleased to be joined uh, by one of the most plugged men in the uh, hockey business. He owned the expansion draft about 12 hours before it actually went off. Uh, we welcome back to the show a U.S.-based Hockey Insider from DFO. Is that the is that the call on that? We welcome back Frank Saravelli. Frank, how are you doing? I'm good, Bob. Good to be back on Oilers now. Now it is DFO, right? Tell us about this uh, organization that you're now heading up. Yeah, uh, daily faceoff, proudly rooted in the YEG. Um, you know, awesome to link up with them over the last couple months here and to be able to put together something really special. You know, our site has been known for a while as a place you go to get lineups and starting goalies and all sorts of information for your gambling or, or daily face-off, daily fantasy needs. But, you know, moving forward, we're going to be hiring an awesome team this summer uh, to create uh, content on lots of engaging and different platforms. And so, uh, we're going to be ready to roll out uh, some more exciting details in September, and we're looking forward to that. All right. Uh, we're going to get first your overall assessment on the Oilers' body of work to date, to this moment. Well, it's it's interesting. Like, you know, I, I think there's, without a doubt, the Oilers are much stronger on their back end. And so I think, you know, that's the one thing that kind of jumps out to me. Um, you know, when people look at the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup last year, you know, the response always is, well, that team was $18 million over the cap. And to me, what it really told everyone else around the league is just how important it is to have as many really strong players as possible in your lineup. And so when you can take um, – you know, when you can take Duncan Keith and add him to your group, you can re-sign Tyson Barry. When you can bring in Cody Cece on a manageable deal with some term, um, and you can do all that, um, you know, in a spot where you still have some room for growth, I think the Oilers look so much different now on the back end. And now it's, you know, checking some other boxes. There's still some things that need to be sorted out. I have some questions about the goaltending and what's going to change there. Darnell Nurse is in need of an extension. 
uh, and still a few forward positions that uh, that need to be sorted out as well. But I'd say overall, um, you know, including the exchange of Ethan Bear, uh, pretty solid few weeks for Ken Holland. All right, uh, Ward Fogel, what's your take on uh, his addition? Uh, Warren Fogle is a guy that brings his lunch pail. He brings a shovel. Uh, he digs in and he's ready to work. And he's a talented player, but I can tell you that, you know, maybe some frustration had set in on his part in Carolina. And I don't know if it's fair to say that it was exactly a trade request, but I think he had let it be known to Carolina management going back to maybe midway through last season that. He just wanted more opportunity. It wasn't about the organization or his pay or anything like that. He wanted more ice time, more of a chance to play with talented players. He's a pretty – you can pencil him in pretty easily for double-digit goals every year. Um, my guess is there's a lot of room for growth. He's a guy that I could see being a 20-goal player in this league. And, you know, when I think of Warren Fogle and his game, I don't see any reason why he can't be a much more inexpensive version of – Blake Coleman or, um, you know, maybe on a lesser scale of Barkley Goodrow. So, like, you know, that's the type of, of vein of player that you're getting in Warren Fogle. And, you know, I know that there was some consternation in the Edmonton market about um, giving up Ethan Bear. But, look, that blue line got pretty crowded in a hurry. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the Oilers' top nine looks completely different right now with the additions of Zach Hyman uh, as well as Fogel. Uh, just in terms of price point, Frank, if I had told you, I don't know, a month ago, the Oilers would get Nugent Hopkins, uh, Hyman, and Barry Dunn for about $15 bucks, what would you have said? Would you have been surprised by that? Um, I'd have to think about it and do the math. I mean, maybe on the one hand... Um, and then I think it goes back to a more philosophical question. We haven't seen the exact price point that Dougie Hamilton's coming in at, but the only question that I have, and this goes back to what I was just saying about getting as many talented players as you can to fill out your group, would they have been better off taking the money that Barry and Cody Cece are making and then package that into – uh, a deal for Dougie Hamilton, if you could. Like, to me, that's the one kind of question mark that's lingering over the moves that the Oilers have made. And do I you guess think we'll it, see. Maybe Tyson Barry just didn't have – or maybe, excuse me, Dougie Hamilton just didn't have the interest. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think Hamilton would have come here? All right. Um, Shane O'Brien now reporting Ryan Getzlaff is coming back for another year at the Anaheim Ducks. One year at $4.5 million. <laughs> He's done pretty well there. Uh, I, I wonder whether or not they end up moving out Henrique at some point. Frank, what do you think? Uh, I think they're trying, and I'm not surprised that Ryan Getzlaff ended up back in Anaheim. What I am surprised about is sort of the route that it, these negotiations and discussion took to get to this point, because it's my understanding that even as late as 24 hours before free agency opening, there really had been very little contact officially between Getzlaff's camp and, and the Ducks. And so, you know, I think it left everyone wondering, and he gets to the market for the first time in his career, and he says, should I at least, you know, go through the flirtation process and talk to some other teams, find out what the market was? My guess all along was that Getzlaff was going to get an offer from a team mull it over, but really take that number back to the Ducks and say, can you match it? All right. Well, uh, Jerry Johansson represents Getzlaff. He's just signed Braden a point to an eight-year extension, $9.5 million per. Pretty decent money. 
Where do the Oilers go for center? I'm going to give you two names right now. A guy that was in the mix last year, Derek Brassard. A left shot, Derek Ryan. A right shot. Your thoughts? Well, Derek Ryan has generated some interest around the league, actually particularly in Canada. My understanding is that there's three teams that are in the mix on Derek Ryan, including the Calgary Flames potentially bringing him back. The Oilers are another, and I think the Toronto Maple Leafs would be a third team. My guess is it's probably going to land somewhere in a, on a one-year deal. Um, you know, Broussard is a guy that was actually on my list. Uh, he was on our daily face-off top 75 free agents, and for whatever reason, I think he's one of those players that people think is older than he is. He's 33. Uh, he's coming off of back-to-back one-year deals, 1.2 and then 1 million. I mean, he's still, you know, on a team in Arizona without much help. Uh, eight goals in 53 games. That's like, you know, probably close to 13, 14 um, in an 82-game season. And then you put him on a team with some better talent around him and, and support him better. And I think the number could probably be even a little bit better than that. So maybe a low-risk, high-reward deal if things fall through with Derek Ryan. What's going on with the goaltenders market? Uh, could we see Darcy Camper get traded, Frank? Yes. Uh, I, well, I think that's definitely a distinct possibility, you know, even today. Um you know, there's no chance for Darcy Kemper to come back to Arizona uh, following this season. He's not re-signing there long-term. He's let that be known to the Coyotes. His preference is to move on. And so I think what the Coyotes have done is, first off, they were waiting to get someone to pay their price, which is a first-round pick. Uh, I'm told that today that's still the asking price to be included for Darcy Kemper. Now, I think they've played it smart in the sense that now there's a few teams with Philip Grubauer going to Seattle that there's been a ripple effect in the market. Does, does the Colorado Avalanche pivot to Darcy Kemper? Uh, does another team? You know, there seems to be some link between Darcy Kemper and the Oilers. You know, what do the Oilers do in that case then with Miko Koskinen? Do you have to hope for a second buyout window? Is there someone that would take him? There's too many goalies, you know, the way that this has worked out, there's too many goalies in certain spots in Seattle and in Dallas, um, you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Where does Linus Olmark land? You know, he was in Buffalo and that had gone down to the wire. I think Buffalo is still in the mix. But teams decided to act quickly. You know, Toronto is a great example. They pulled the trigger on Peter Morazic this morning. Um, you know, unofficially to get him in before kind of this dance that goes on with Grubauer and Colorado and Olmark. You know, I think teams wanted to make sure that they weren't left with nothing at the end of the day. And so there's still a few teams scrambling. Uh, Colorado for a starter, uh, Calgary for a backup, Washington for a backup, uh, Buffalo for two goalies potentially, Arizona for another goalie. So around and around the carousel goes. Uh, Awesome work, Frank. I mean, you kind of nailed it there. Sometimes we have to remind the listeners, the Oilers were tied for seventh in save percentage last season. But that's not the perspective that people have on the Oilers goaltenders out there around the league, is it? Well, 
it's not. I mean, Mike Smith had a fantastic season. I had called him last year our comeback player of the year. Um, but I understand why for a third year in a row you probably can't go with the same tandem and expect a different result when it comes to playoff time. So I think obviously they're comfortable with Smith on a two-year deal. It's no secret that Koskinen's sort of been the odd man out based on his cap hit. I think they like him as, as a goalie if he was a much lower number. Uh, but still, it never hurts if you can solidify the position, given what it means to the sport, uh, to go out and do it. You know, I think that helps put a team over the top. So you couple that with the beefed-up blue line that you have, and all of a sudden things tend to look a little bit differently in Edmonton. Do you think the team's better right now than it was when it uh, got eliminated by the Winnipeg Jets with the changes, the additions to defense, Keith and CeCe, um, and the additions of Hyman and Fogel to the forward units? I don't think there's any question. Like, and I'm not, this is, you know, not me being on Oilers now uh, touting the Oilers. This is a markedly better defense core. You've still got the power play threat with Tyson Barry. You've got um, a, a Duncan Keith that is going to be highly motivated, uh, given all the trade chatter that was out there, uh, to be the player that the Oilers think he can be. I think Cody Cece was ragged a bit for his cap hit elsewhere and really showed last year playing in Pittsburgh that he can be a solid contributor um, when salary expectations are better in line. And then you still don't know, you know, the impact that guys like uh, Bouchard are going to have on this team. I would imagine a pretty significant one. So you add in Fogel up front, who I mentioned, I think can score 20 goals pretty easily. I don't see why Zach Hyman wouldn't score 20. Plus, if you can get Hyman to do all the dirty work for some of your top flight forwards, that seems seems to be a match made in heaven. My only question mark is the goaltending, and it seems like we'll have some sort of answer in short order on that. Yeah, we're having the internal debate with our fans. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Would you give up the Oilers number one? Remember, Frank, Arizona's got five number twos. Do you think if the Oilers offered Arizona their number one in Koskinen that the Coyotes would send Kemper back with the worst of those five number twos? Do you think Arizona would do that deal? Uh, I I would think so, as long as the first is involved. I mean, they're going to need another body in goal anyway, and they've made it clear that they're not willing to take – they're willing to take, excuse me, salary. So they've been flexing actually some financial muscle on that part in order to make it happen. I might I, – I, I'm like you. I, I think if I'm Edmonton, I think I'd do that. I mean, it's a difference of 25. You know, if you if you're if you're last two years, the Oilers have drafted 14th and 20th, so or 22nd, I guess. Cause well, if you can swap if you can swap out Koskinen and Kemper for the same cap hit, I mean, that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, Frank. Again, how how can people follow your stuff right now? Uh, at Frank underscore Saravalli. I was on Sportsnet today. Uh, dailyfaceoff.com is the place. Uh, we're going to be changing things in a big way, so look out for us. And like I said, proud to be affiliated with the Nation Network, a proudly YEG company. All right. Well, solid job with Jason Greger on your guys' podcast. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll uh, find a way to touch base down the road, Frank. Sounds good, Bob. Have a good summer. You bet. That is Frank Saravalli. 148 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll do a reset. We're gonna get. We're gonna go. Cam. We're gonna do it. We're gonna go. We're, with fi- we're gonna go a fifth hour, and we're gonna have Zach Hyman on the show just after the two o'clock news update. At 148, though, we'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers now.
151 in Edmonton. Let's go to List Day and Orders History. It's interesting. It's brought to you by New West Travel. This September travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Vancouver with three nights in a deluxe hotel for just $799. Details at newwesttravel.com. Here is Cody Jansen. Well, just a year ago here, the Oilers, after the COVID pause, they played the Flames exhibition game. 4-1 win for the Oil. McDavid had two goals. Uh, again, that is uh, this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Experience a great holiday to Vancouver in a private jet with three nights hotel for just $799. Uh, details at newwesttravel.com. <laughs> How you doing over there? You all right? <laughs> oh, man. You hanging in? I'm hanging in. Should we tell people what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I lost two teeth. Uh, I, my... They, they didn't lose them. You know where they are. They're just not in your mouth anymore. Right. Yeah. They, they they popped out, and I have a post that is rubbing against my tongue, and it's not letting me enunciate fully. So, uh, and But we are going to stick with it because you know what? You love doing it. You love doing it. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Mooner, take over for two minutes so I can uh, stick some more of that... Uh, stuff on my uh, on my tooth there. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that. Okay. Here's what the Oilers have done. And uh, we have heard from Tyson Berry. It was great to hear from him. He has re-signed with the Oilers three years, four and a half million AAV. We have talked to Cody Ceci. He has come to the Edmonton Oilers four years, 3.25, eight years in the NHL so far for Ceci. We know that Zach Hyman has signed with the Edmonton Oilers. We haven't talked to him yet, but we hope to. Seven years, five and a half million AAV. A trade earlier today, Ethan Bear goes from Edmonton to Carolina. Warren Fogle, he comes back the other way. He's a forward. A couple of signings that have happened more recently. Ryan Dezingle goes to Arizona one year at 1.1. We heard about the extension to Braden Point, so this one doesn't kick in for another year, but it's eight by nine and a half. So a real big step for uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning to solidify Braden Point. So that one is, uh, that one's already done as far as the extension goes. Jordan Osterley, uh, he goes to Detroit two uh, by 1.35. And Devontae Stevens to Vancouver, one by 750. Oilers still need a center. Uh, Derek Broussard was in the mix last year. He's in the mix again. So too is Derek Ryan. My money is that they'll sign a guy named Derek. I think it could be one of those two All guys. Right. Okay. okay, one's a lefty, one's a righty. Uh, Broussard ultimately signed with Arizona last season. Uh, Ryan finished up his third year with the Calgary Flames. The goaltending question: Do you move the number one to get Camper? A lot of people think that gets it done. I might be inclined to do that myself. And that could happen. Maybe not today, but it might happen one day. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough payments or an interest rate that's too high, or that you may want to sell or refinance or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford or give them a call at one 877 or visit BrentRidge.com. And, hey, you're a big fan of Brent Ridge Ford, are you not? Huge fan. Good people at Brent Ridge Ford. They do a great job out there. Just, It's friendly. You just you feel, you feel welcome the second you walk through the door. Yeah. Uh, Zach Hyman is just concluding uh, his Zoom call right now. We hope to get him on here uh, just after a 2 o'clock global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. 
Um, um, uh, Mitch and the Greater wants to jump in on the Ashley Five Floors text line. I would move the number one for sure if Darcy Camper were to sign an extension here. Well, I think Darcy Camper would sign an extension here, frankly. Uh, but we shall see. Bob, uh, would the Oilers consider trading Cassian, signing Sod, and then using Nugent Hopkins as their third-line center from the paddle boat? Well, um, I don't, I don't think you can get that done. Cassian's a three point two five million dollar cap hit. Sod's going to command at least five million bucks on the open market. Do you not agree, yeah, Cam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way. I understand where where from the paddle boat is is going with this, but yeah, it might be a little tough to pull off. Uh, the San Jose Sharks fans like Bob. When are you going to talk about Lane Peterson signing with the uh, San Jose Sharks? Okay. <laughs> well, you had him in Red Deer. We you? did. Fine young man. Yeah. I did like Lane Peterson. Got him from the Seattle Thunderbirds, and then he got moved to the Swift Current Broncos. <laughs> yeah. But I like Lane Peterson. Oh man, that yep. is that is funny stuff. Um. <laughs> uh, Zach Hyman, Uh, we should have him uh, when we come back after a global news weather traffic update. Again, we're going to go, we're going to blow through Rob Breckenridge's show, uh, two to three. Uh, He'll be back in his regular slot tomorrow, and we'll have Zach Hyman coming up uh, just after a two o'clock global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.